Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow, and you know what? Why don't you annoy some friends and uh, tell them to come check us out? So, this week, question for the audience, question for you, Joker. If you had a superpower, but you had to summon the superpower by yelling out the top of your lungs one word, what word you picking? Honestly, I can't really think of a word. Part of me just wants to be a nerd and use a phrase from like He-Man and just yelling, I have the power. <laughs> I mean, granted, that'd be a little weird when you have to turn it off, but... I don't... Well, here's how you can do that. You can just have the key phrase be power. That's what I figured. But I have like, the power. I don't have the power. Because <laughs> my thought was going straight to Thundercats. I'm like, I'm just going to go with Ho. I could use that in so many formats. You know how many times you're accidentally going to change that if you use that? <laughs> I'm just saying at that point, don't stand near me. <laughs> yeah, nobody would ever be able to stand near you again. What up, Ho? Bam! <laughs> Whole party's ruined. <laughs> Okay, folks, that brings us into this week's character, Black Adam. So, let's get into it, uh, starting with real world as always. So, Black Adam, uh, Teth Theo Adam, is a fictional supervillain slash anti-hero appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. Because, yeah, he did, as we go over in the episode, he did start, actually, as a villain, and then as DC decided to change things, became an anti-hero. They do that with a few. Most comics do that with a few characters. Yeah, and I feel like this is one, though, that they really... They should have just left him as a villain. Yeah, I always preferred him more as a villain. So he was created by Otto Binder and C.C. Beck. The character is one of the arch nemesis of superhero Captain Marvel and the nemesis of the Marvel family. Black Adam first appeared as a one-time villain of, for the first issue of Fawcett Comics, the Marvel Family comic book, in December of 1945. However, Black Adam would be uh, revived as a recurring character after DC Comics first licensed and then acquired the Fawcett character and began publishing Shazam, uh, formerly Captain Marvel, and family stories under the title Shazam in the 1970s. That's how old he is. Like, Shazam wasn't even Shazam yet. Holy cow. Yeah, dang, that is, that is old. Because like, most people probably, except, uh, unless they watched our episode, most people probably wouldn't even know that Shazam used to be Captain Marvel. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's how old that is. Okay, so as originally depicted, Black Adam was a corrupted ancient Egyptian predecessor of Captain Marvel, who fought his way to modern times to challenge the hero and his Marvel family associates. Since the turn of the 21st century, however, Black Adam has been redefined by DC comic writers Jerry Ordway and uh, Geoff Johns and David S. Goyer as a corrupted anti-hero attempting to clear his name and reputation. Featured roles in such comic book series as Justice Society of America, also known as JSA, Villains United, Infinite Crisis and 52 have elevated the character's prominence in the DC Universe. In 2009, Black Adam was ranked as IGN's 16th greatest comic book villain of all time. Yeah, which is pretty impressive since even if he's been elevated in recent years, he's still in like the Marvel or the DC villain pantheon. He's not that high up. He's kind of still an unknown. Yeah, which is weird because like... He shows 
he sh- well, they, I feel like they started to show, have him show up more often in recent years. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, like, he is the main villain of Captain Marvel, but you don't, yeah, he's not, it wasn't really that prevalent. Yeah. And it's like, unless you do stuff with Captain Marvel or Shazam, like, you're not hugely going to know about him. Yeah, so no. So for him to make 16 in 2009 is pretty impressive. That's not bad. So the character will make his cinematic debut in the 2022 DC Legends of Super Pets, voiced by Dwayne Johnson, who also is starring as a character in the live-action Black Adam film, releasing later the same year and set in the DCEU. It's going to be an interesting... That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. So, Fawcett Comics. The canon version of Black Adam appeared only once during the Fawcett's initial publication run of Captain Marvel Comics. In the Marvel family, number one, Black Adam is an ancient Egyptian named Teth Adam, i.e. Mighty Human, who is chosen by the wizard Shazam to be his successor due to his presumed moral purity. This story is reprinted in DC's Shazam number 8, 1973, which is his first appearance in the Bronze Age. Okay. Which, D- yeah. Huh. Which is also kind of nice because like DC didn't really mess with him when they got him. They're like, we're gonna keep your story. We're just gonna reprint it. Which smart? I mean, if you have the if you have it there already, that why? It, it's DC. If it, it's if not it the wor- first time they've messed with somebody's True. story once they acquire them. True. Go check out Wonder <laughs> Woman's episode. Uh, honestly, a lot of our DC episodes. Yeah. True. <laughs> So when Teth Adam says the magic word Shazam, he is transformed into Mighty Adam, a superpowered being possessed by the same powers that Captain Marvel would later be granted. However, Mighty Adam is soon corrupted by the vastness of his powers. Originally, the wizard Shazam grants Adam powers derived from the ancient Greco-Roman deities. Later in the series, it was changed to ancient Egyptian deities. Hmm. Which makes sense, given where he's from. Exactly. Like... This is where you guys want him to be from. It makes more sense for it to be his deities. Yeah, especially considering I believe in the DC universe, like, the different pantheons do exist. Yeah. So, decided, uh, deciding that he should rule the world, Mighty Adam overthrew and ki- or overthrows and kills the Pharaoh and assumes the Egyptian throne. Angered by this betrayal, Shazam renames his errant champion Black Adam and, unable to revoke the powers he gave Adam, banishes him to the most distant star in the universe. That's a, That's got to be rough. Right? That's rough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, oh, man, that's like a far away. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Black Adam would wear a costume almost identical to Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel's, except for being black instead of scarlet and capeless. Which, I don't know, I kind of like. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of like the, the lack of cape. True. It also kind of fits a villain like that. Yeah. No okay. capes. <laughs> okay, so DC comic pre-crisis. While he is defeated in the same story in which he debuts, the DC version of Adam is resurrected nearly 30 years later in Philadelphia by Dr. Savannah's reincarnation machine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they, they didn't really get creative on that. They did not. <laughs> okay, so uh, in DC Comics Shazam uh, revival of the Marvel family characters, he then destroys the machine so it cannot be used against him, much to Savannah's, uh, Savannah's annoyance. I mean, what'd you expect? Why, like, 
Right, that was very fair. You resurrected this guy, and you're like, he's going to be so grateful and not destroy anything of mine. Just just as a fair warning, I apologize for words I know I'm about to butcher in this uh, paragraph. <laughs> so according to Shazam issue number 28, Black Adam's first Bronze, bronze Age appearance. All right, but, starting out. <laughs> right. Uh, but second actual appearance after the Marvel Family issue one, Black Adam would get his power from Shu for stamina, Herseph for strength, Amon for power, Zehuti for Thoth and wisdom, and Pooh for speed. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I, I'm not big on the Egyptian name, so I know I'm butchering these. Uh, and Minthu for courage. And Black Adam would accidentally time travel into 1776 while going to the Rock to it, to the Rock of Eternity to, to, to destroy Shazam at Savannah's suggestion as Savannah actually felt Adam's powers would be wiped out as well. But Captain Marvel accidentally threw him back in time. He and Cap would battle, and Adam realizes he will have to use a trick. He makes his lightning strike Cap, turning him back into Billy, then seizes him and covers his mouth before he can finish saying his magic word. Huh. Now they started time travel real quick in his story. My God, yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't even give that, like, a second to breathe. Okay. So he then flies to a nearby ship and gets some rope to bind and gag Billy, after which he throws him into the sea. But Billy swims up, is saved by one of the colonist rebels, and freed. He realizes the man is Paul Revere. Ironic, since earlier in the story, he, re he repaired Revere's statue and returns to his own time when Shazam tells him Black Adam is there. Adam is once again tricked by Uncle Marvel into saying Shazam when he goes to him to get revenge and gets amnesia from a punch by Captain Marvel. You know, it's really bad how often these people are getting tricked into saying their, their word. Right? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I, you should know better. If that is your word to become powerless, why would you let anybody be able to trick you into that? Also, like, what was with villains just giving their opponents chances to come back? Like, just end it, man. Because that makes sense. Yeah, right? Like, unfortunately, they're usually the villain in the hero story, so the hero's got to come back. Fair, fair. <laughs> so, that, that's all we got for his um, real world, because that's kind of all they had. Okay. Because they didn't really go much into his current post-crisis without... Pretty much everything being revolved around the New 52. And, well, with that, that just kind of throws everything out of whack. So, yeah, we're just going to skip all of that stuff. Fair. Okay. So we're going to move into in-universe. And, again, I know I apologize for butchering. Um, I know whatever city or country this is in Egypt. So, his origins in ancient Egypt. Teth Adam was a slave in Kandak. Kondok, I think, would be the closest. We're going to go with that. Uh, where almost the entirety of his family was killed by the dictators. All except his nephew, Amon, who Adam eventually managed to contact and help escape from imprisonment, being mortally wounded by guards and ordered by, uh, by him time. Whew. So already, already a pretty rough backstory. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, everybody's dead. He's mortally wounded at the beginning. Not great. So, Amon, however, refused to abandon his dying uncle and rescued him. 
Together, while escaping the underground prisons, they found themselves magically transported into the Rock of Eternity, where they were greeted by Shazam. The wizard deeming Amon Pure offered him the role of his champion, giving him the task of freeing Kondok, which Amon accepted on the condition that Shazam healed Adam. Explaining that the gift bestowed upon him could be shared with his family, Shazam gave Amon his powers, healing and empowering Adam in the process. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. It starts out cool. <laughs> okay. So, being returned to Kandak, Amon and Adam, or Amon and Adam, uh, contemplated how to use their powers in order to free their people. While Adam was willing to destroy the dictators and exact revenge for their dead family. Because, you know, who wouldn't when you get this immense power all of a sudden? All right. Uh, Amon, though, wanted to save them and give them peace, stopping all bloodshed. Fearing that Amon's method would not work, Adam would kill him and seize his powers for himself, seeing it as a necessary sacrifice for the greater good. Oh, wow, that got dark quick. Yeah, I told you it started out good, but that was it. <laughs> Holy cow, like, that was a lot faster than I was expecting. Okay. Yeah, he, he really had a rough uh, start. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so Black Adam is known in legend for having defeated the dictators and the Seven Sins, successfully freeing Kanak. He also battled against an alien invasion from those who would later become known as the Pauline, who had come to subdue Kanak and the rest of the world centuries before the modern day. Adam defeated their champion, the Pal Bishop, uh, in single combat, revoking the other aliens to, or provoking the other aliens to flee Earth. <laughs> That's that whole, yeah, just take down their champions. Like, well, if he can't do it, we ain't doing it. Right. <laughs> Let, let's just, you know, leave, come back another day. <laughs> Though myth says he merely disappeared, Black Adam actually would be turned against, the, uh, would actually turn against the Council of Eternity and murdered all its members but Shazam, the wizard. However, managed to overpower and seal Black Adam away. Oh, huh, that's brutal. Yeah. Also, like, were they just not watching during this whole thing? <laughs> like, I feel like they could have had some contingency plans for after he killed his nephew. Yeah, they probably should have, but clearly they didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> yeah. Just like, hey, guys, uh, is anybody watching this? this? The, the, the person we just gave powers to? Can, can we stop him somehow before he gets to us? <laughs> Clearly not. Okay, the Frost King. Hmm, interesting. So, in the 10th century, an immensely powerful cryokinetic known as the Frost King arose, posing a threat to the entire planet. In order to stop him, Hippolyta uh, of Themyscira, an immortal Viking prince, and an avatar of the, gr of the green came together. However, knowing that even with all, with all their might, they could not defeat the Frost King, they petitioned the wizard Shazam, who, reluct who reluctantly agreed to free his former champion, Teth Adam, to aid them against the threat. Huh, that's, a, that's one of those you really got to weigh. Which one's worse? Yeah. Is it worth bringing out someone who has already proven to be a villain... Is it worth bringing him back to stop this new threat? Yeah. Uh, well, 
Uh, they thought so. I mean, dang, the fro that that care the Frost King's got to be a real bad customer for that. Then. Oh yeah, especially if Shazam actually agreed to it, right? So they traveled to Greenland, where the Frost King uh, made his home, because you know, of course, Frost King Greenland. That makes sense, right? Uh, they fought a losing battle against the Frost King, losing their avatar to his constructs and his frozen powers. Uh, they fled south, moving as many civilians as they could into the fortress for their protection. However, Adam would remain behind, and having located the Frost King's human family, put them in his path, wagering that he would bring out the man that once uh, that was once Edward Ulfinson, uh long enough that he could strike. Much to the disgust of his companions, the plan worked. <laughs> At least to some extent. Uh, in the chaos, the front, uh, Frost King's family tumbled into a crevasse in the glacier below them, enraging Ulfinson uh, further. The Frost King would then stab the Viking prince through his chest, but the prince, cursed with an eternal life, save for a noble death, took the Frost King with him as they fell into the crevice below. Because, you know, why would you stab the, the immortal, immortal one? Right? But, you know, I got got to give the, the, the prince some, some props. He's like, I know I'm going to be stuck with you now, but we're both going down this hole. I mean, at least they kind of won. We'll call this a win. Yeah. So, using his powers, Black Adam seals the crevasse, locking the Frost King away with ice receding. The Green's avatar, though lost, was able to return. Combining their strength... Hypolita, the Avatar, and the wizard Shazam were able to return Black Adam to his tomb despite Adam's struggles. I mean, yeah, he had to have known that was coming. Right. Can't just let that guy walk around. <laughs> yeah. And you think Adam would be a little smarter about that too? Right. Just bolt right after. <laughs> I would have. Same. So, his current origin and later career after the New 52, which... Sounds of it, for the most part, minus how he got out, all of his backstory seemed to get stay in one piece after the New 52, which is a little surprising. That's very surprising. So eventually, back, Black Adam was freed from his tomb through unknown means. He would go on to become a recurring enemy of his former mentor's new champion and the champion's adopted family. Okay. Yeah, that was like his only difference in his new current origin. Okay. Is that we just don't know how he got free. I mean, I guess they're just like, they're like, anybody who, anybody who knows the character probably already knows the story. Let's just skip over that. Honestly, that's probably exactly what happened. I would assume. I would hope. <laughs> okay. Reclaiming his home. For a time, Adam's homeland was ruled by the dictator Asim Muhaned. Muhan? Muhaned? Mahunit. Eventually, he formed a group of heroes, including Adam Smasher, who entered Kanak uh, and disposed Mahunud. I literally said it a few <laughs> seconds ago. Despite the efforts of the Justice Society. Uh, okay. <laughs> I at least, you know, forming heroes this time, or right. including heroes in his group. True. <laughs> So, his newly uh, reclaimed kingdom was not entirely willing to submit to his rule. The northern tribes built a resistant, targeting a new declaration, uh, desolation plant in the Ankhton Desert. Uh, he sent Adam Smasher to put down this rebellion with a show of force, but instructed him not to harm the rebels. Later that day, he was confronted by Batman, who had infiltrated his palace with the intent to dispose of him. 
Yeah, you gotta give him credit for being this horrible guy at the beginning. He at least did tell Adam not to kill the rebels. That's one thing I've kind of learned about Black Adam through some of the media I've seen with him is he he does truly want to be a better ruler than the man who ruled him. Which is fair. And that, like, granted, a harsh, like, you know, like, like he ain't gonna take nothing from nobody, but, like, he wants his people to actually, like... like He's still not gonna be a good, a great ruler, but he's not gonna be a horrible ruler. He's gonna either. protect his people. Yeah, and these rebels technically are his people, which is good because it, it's it's very it shows that he sees that they are his people still, and that if he can get them to be under his rule, he won't have killed some of his people. Yeah. So out of respect, Adam returns to his human form, wanting to fight Batman on equal ground. Batman underestimated Adam, who fought him to a standstill using martial arts techniques only one with an extraordinary long life could master. Forcing a pause, Adam offered to grant Batman a portion of his power so that he could watch over Gotham for centuries, like Adam would with uh, Kondok. Hmm, that's a rough one to not take up. But knowing Bruce, that makes sense. Yeah. Certain members of the Bat family definitely would have taken it. <laughs> but yeah. it also says a lot about how long this dude's life is that he was able to, in hand-to-hand combat, come to a standstill with Batman. Yeah, with no powers <laughs> backing him and just... like That says a lot about how long he's lived. Right. So Batman would refuse uh, his offer and soon were interrupted by the attacking rebels. Furious at Batman for distracting him, his renewed, uh, he renewed his attack, only to realize that he needed Batman's help, of course. <laughs> so while Batman helped the palace staff and the injured uh, within to get to safety, Adam would engage the rebels with extreme prejudice. Well, I mean, at that point, they they did hurt like the people yeah. that are literally there working for exactly. him. Exactly. So. so I was like, I can't blame him on this one. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I gave you a chance at peace. You want to see force? I'll show you force. Pretty much. And he gave him the chance by not killing him the first time. Exactly. So I, I totally I agree yeah, can't, with... Can't blame him. Right? So he eventually married Adriana Toma, Tomas, who sought to soften his wrathful, often villainous edge. She was not entirely successful at the time and eventually died fighting to protect Kondok. Oh. And that probably just, like, reverted all of the progress she made. Yeah. But, like, that's one thing. Like, Black Adam, I would put kind of similar on level as, like, Bane with the whole, like... Like, it made sense in the Injustice series how they both ended up working with Superman. Yeah. And that, like... <laughs> both powerful dictator leaders, but they do care about the people under them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get into powers and abilities. So powers, divine empowerment. After his resurrection, Adam was no longer powered by the wizard. Instead, he gained his power from six Egyptian deities, Shu, Horus, uh, Amon, Zihuti, Atin, and Mihin. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just thought he said in the, the last Mihin. <laughs> Mihin? Mihin. Mihin. <laughs> okay, so he got his powers from them. Like before, Adam activates his powers by uttering the magic word Shazam. You would think that one, not being powered by the wizard anymore, he'd get a different word. Yeah. You, you'd think. 
Because like it makes sense when you're getting powered by the Shazam wizard. That to makes use, total sense to use his name. But now you're you're completely detached from that guy. You got the powers from the gods directly. What? Why? Okay, you know what? DC, you're doing great. You're doing great, DC. They were just lazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so Stamina of Shu. Upon his resurrection, Adam was imbued with Stamina of Shu, the Egyptian god of air and light. Because of this blessing, his highly advanced muscularity produces almost no fatigue toxins, granting him almost limitless physical stamina during physical activity. That's a really useful ability. I want it. Same. God. <laughs> I could get so ripped. Self-sustenance. Self because of Shu's blessing, Adam is able to survive without food, water, or any other sort of sustenance while in his empowered form. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. However, I just feel like the act of eating would be... I, I'd miss it. Right. <laughs> I feel like I'd still eat, and they're like, you know you don't have to eat. I'm like, I'm like, are you going to turn down this chili dog? But it also makes me wonder, if you stay in the form long enough and don't eat, will that affect your body when you transform back? So they did a cartoon movie in that where it was uh, going off the plot that he was on the edge of the universe, and when he made it back... They Shazam and Superman stop him, and the wizard's like, I'm gonna send you back. And he's like, I refuse to go back. Shazam! And he just ages a thousand years in a second. See, that makes sense. And that, but generally, the way they've gone with it most of the time, like the comics and stuff, is he just reverts to the way he was right before he said Shazam. Well, but that also makes sense, too, because most of the time I feel in the comics, except for very specific times, they don't stay in the form lo that long. Yeah, true. So it makes sense that they'd revert back to what they were before. True. But, like, if you stay in it long enough, like, you know, a thousand years to travel across space, are you going to die of hunger all of a sudden? Or age all that time? Yeah. Like, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, so speed of Horus. Black Adam was given hyper speed after his resurrection by the Egyptian god of the sky, Horus. Flight. Due to the blessing of Horus, uh, uh, Adam can resist the pull of, the, of a plant's gravity, navigate through the sky unaided by technology. Uh, superhuman agility, Black Adam's agility, balance, and uh, bodily coordination are enhanced to superhuman levels and superhuman reflexes. Okay, strength of Amon. Black Adam was gifted vast superhuman strength by the king of the Egyptian gods, Amon. With this power, Adam is able to lift tanks with ease, crack stone, and land powerful blows on the likes of Ultraman. So, yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, wisdom of, of Zihuti. Adam was blessed with the wisdom of uh, Zihuti, the Egyptian god of learning. Enhanced senses, Black Adam's senses, are far greater than any normal human. So, the power of Iten. Adam was no longer fueled by the wizard's magical abilities, but rather the light of a ten, an aspect of the Egyptian sun god Ra. Ah, okay, that's, that's cool. I didn't know that. So, elect electrokinesis, Black Adam is able to manipulate um, magical lightning that fuels his power. He can summon powerful bolts of lightning by yelling, Shazam! and letting the transformation bolt of lightning hit the opponent rather than himself. His lightning was also capable of recharging Flash's power after he was depleted of energy. That's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool that crossover. Really is, actually. <laughs> and I do kind of like how he's like, 
I'm gonna use this transforming blast as a weapon now. I've seen them both. I've seen Shazam and Black Adam in different instances do that, and it's kind of cool. That is pretty awesome, <laughs> right? It's just one of those. I know it can be reversed on them if they're not careful. Oh yeah. So electrical uh, electro blast. Black Adam can project bolts of powerful arcane lightning from any part of his body. By projecting this energy from his hands, Adam was even capable of harming Wonder Woman. Which and that is takes impressive. a lot. That does, because she can block lightning with her gauntlets, too. So, like, dang. <laughs> That's powerful. So, Courage of Mihin. Black Adam was given both physical and uh, physiological re- resilience by Mihin, an Egyptian snake god. That makes sense. Black Adam can withstand bullets with no difficulty as well as withstand massive blunt force. I mean, it makes sense considering him and Captain Marvel were basically the basically knockoffs of Superman. Oh, yeah. If we're being honest. Let's be honest. It's exactly what they were. It's accelerated healing. Black Adam can recover from wounds at a much faster pace than regular humans thanks to the blessing of Mihin. He once completely healed a broken jaw in a few hours after it was broken by Ultraman. That's, that's impressive. I mean, just the fact that he br- fixed a broken jaw in just a few hours is impressive, right? Immortality. As long as Adam remains in his empowered state, he doesn't age. Like we said, though, does that, like, does that go does back that, when you... Yeah, how does that affect when you go back? <laughs> Because it'd be cool if when you go back, you're just like you were originally. Honestly, that'd be amazing. Right? You can live for centuries, and it's like, you know what? I think I'm going to age a little bit. Or I think I'm done with this rat race. Yeah. And just go back and be like, just watch the heat death of the universe. Yeah. That'd be nice. (laughs) So he also, um, okay, magic. As a wielder of the gods of Egypt's powers, Black Adam can use magic spells for various purposes. He uses the blood of a magical creature in order to gain insight on where Billy Batson was located in the Magic Lands. So, power distribution. Black Adam can share portion slash uh, bequeath all his magic powers with anyone he so chooses or he considers his family, giving them similar powers with him. Okay, that's, that's that explains how the Marvel family exists. Yep. Or Shazam family. Because, yeah, a lot of his powers, especially, like, the power distribution, a lot of them do come from the are exactly the same as Shazam. Yeah. He's just got a little bit extra because of other things, as we just pretty much all read that everything that is not Shazam's powers. Yeah, basically. Which, yeah, makes sense. So, into his other media, in TV, he has um, a live-action mention in Smallville episode Isis, where Museum has a nameplate that reads Dagger of Teth Adam. He actually has a decent chunk of uh, animation appearances. Uh, They're pretty much all for, like, episodes. That's about (laughs) it. Uh, he appears in the Shazam portion of the super, uh, the kids' superpower hour with Shazam episode Black Adam Return. Shazam! <laughs> uh, he is briefly mentioned by his alter ego's name, Teth Adam, during a flashback in the Ancient History episode of Justice League Unlimited. He's in the episode The Power of Shazam in Batman the Brave and the Bold. The episode Revelation in Young Justice. Uh, Shazam Slam in Justice League Action. 
and in the Harley Quinn episode of Lord Lod RSVP, uh, which depicts him as a member of the Legion of Doom. Huh. It's always kind of a weird thing to think about. Right? Because you, like, you think of the Legion, you think of very specific characters. Adam's never been one I thought of. Yeah, no, I rarely do think of him. <laughs> so, in film, he's only got two, which we kind of already mentioned earlier in the episode, which is he's uh, he will appear in the self-titled film Black Adam in 2022, portrayed by Dwayne Johnson. Uh, he is also referenced in Shazam. Which I guess he was originally supposed to show up in it. I heard rumor. But then they, I guess they decided they wanted to just dedicate a movie to him. Fair. So that way it wouldn't mess with the plot of that movie. It was like, honestly, that's probably the better choice and better way to do it. It's honestly, I would like like to point out the mention of him, but I don't want to give any spoilers, so. I think it's been long enough you can get out of it. Okay, spoiler alert, though. Spoiler alert for the movie Shazam. When they all get the power, they're sitting on that council chairs and the one's empty. And they're like, wonder who our, who our brother is. And that, or who our missing guy is. Yep, there's that. And I, if I remember correctly, there was a, in that same chamber, there was like a projection of him. Oh. That also looked like The Rock because he was set to play it then. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he had a couple references. Uh, and he does have a, a couple video game appearances. He appears in the cinematic for DC Universe Online. He's in DC Unchained. Uh, he's Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham, and Lego DC Supervillains. And is a playable character in Injustice Gods Among Us. Ah, yes. God, I love the Injustice games. <laughs> not, gonna, not gonna lie, really good games. They really are. Okay, so... Um... Hey, uh, folks, that's kind of it for uh, Black Adam. I guess I'll ask the question I always ask. You a fan, Joker? One of those, I want to say yes, but at the same time, it's, it's not a, I'm not a huge fan of him just because I don't really know anything about him. But I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of him because he does seem like a cool character. I was going to say, the times I've seen him, and because uh, I've never read just Shazam comics or just Black Adam yeah. comics, but I've, anytime I've seen him interacting with the other ones, I have liked him as a character. But he does seem like a fun one and a really kind of interesting, cool character. Yeah, I think I mostly like him because he does remind me kind of like a Bane type. Makes sense. And that's so I'm like I'm already I'm already predisposed to like this guy. Yep. So uh, yeah, no, I love the character. I'm a fan. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that T-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.